Oh, hi, uh, I am Marty Peters. Uh, my name's Jeff Christ. Yeah. And you're in? The band Marty Peters and the Party Meters. What's the worst song request you actually tried to play? Ah! Oh, man. Um, well, I've got to go through the old roster for that. That's yeah. a that's a deep folder of yeah. poor requests. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's that's part of like living and like playing these kinds of gigs is that you get all manner of all kinds of requests all the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, there was one. Oh man. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna say take five right off the bat is one that pretty consistently take you get. Five you know, it's is, like it's like oh somebody God. just Googled most popular jazz right, songs right. and it's, then to pick the first one. Exactly, right? it's, it's like it's the total like jazz, like the the guys who wanna seem like right. they know what they're talking about and right. obviously have only listened to the most famous. Or not the most famous, but the most best-selling jazz mm -hmm. album of all time, mm -hmm. right? Like probably that and Kind of Blue, and they like yeah. they, they like Take Five better and right. whatever. Yeah, yeah, that one's pretty rough. I, um, Wait, have you actually tried to play that then? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we play that all the time. Well, you know, it's, it's money in the tip jar, money baby. Tip jar, and it's and it is a it is a it's a, it's like you know, it's it is one of the few like I think jazz composer composed tunes that a lot of people know you know right. like in terms of like the jazz material that's out there a lot of it that people know is standards written from the songbook that mm. were written by songwriters right take five is one that was actually written by a jazz artist himself and that's that's kind of a little rare on the rarer side i'd say but yeah no i don't know i think like one time oh what was it i tried to i, I tried to pull off some pop tune, and I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it went terribly. And I, I couldn't, I, you know, the problem was I didn't even know the melody well enough to know where the lyrics were placed, yeah. or how the song's form went. Right. And so, like, when that happens, you know, then you just gotta kind of roll with it and make a joke out of it. Right. Right, because if, if you don't really know what's happening or what's going on, First of all, if you're uncomfortable at all, the audience is immediately going to know it yeah. and pick up on it. And yeah. the last thing you want is your audience to to see you in a compromised state. So if you start to feel like unsure of where you are, what you're doing, especially in the context of playing a song outside of your wheelhouse, then you just make it into a joke. Yeah. And I'd start just making up be lyrics funny. or yeah. be funny about it or just be like, anybody want to help me out here? Like, sing along? Yeah, like, right, 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 right. Right. You know, you got it. You know, I usually point yeah. to the guy who's got the, the, made the request. I'm like, take it, man. Yeah, right, you know? right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good move for sure. Um, yeah. I, yeah, definitely some pop tunes that I've attempted to pull off. Tennessee Whiskey springs to mind. That didn't really go very well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, leave that to the bourbon truck. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. They got it under control. Yeah, yeah. Just got it sorted. Oh, like oh, a good yeah. request? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's there's actually a fair okay. number of those too. Like mm -hmm. where like people come down and they know the they know the New Orleans material. Yeah. Or like they're fans of the music. And sometimes they'll pick like really cool tunes. Like mm -hmm. tunes that are like 
like a little deeper cut that are actually yeah. fun to play. Yeah, for and sure. And you're like, you're like, oh heck yeah, man! Yeah. Like I'll pay. Just you. Just like the other night, those guys request, requested uh, Potato Head Blues. Yeah, right? right. Yeah, right. That's right. And they were, I think, they, were they, weren't they like music teachers or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like uh, something like that. They, no, they those... were in band together in high school. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. that was it. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So it's usually it is those requests do oftentimes come from either musicians or people yeah. who work in the field, but sometimes yeah, they're just like they're just fans of the music and they'll come and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll request some like a beautiful ballad that like right. is actually really nice that you happen to also know like but you never yeah. get those requests you know it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's once in a while you get a request for stardust which yeah. is a beautiful beautiful tune yeah. one that you can't typically pull out on a bar gig right you know you know that's the other nice thing about it is that sometimes those cool requests mm-hmm. give you the license to to do right. pull out tunes that Oftentimes, yeah, like you said, they don't they don't gel well with the scene, like the scene you're in. You know, uh, uh, like play, for instance, playing in a loud bar where you want to be pumping out like high energy. I do think though the number one best request is here's a hundred bucks, play your favorite. Tune. Yeah, play your favorite tune. I but love it. It's yeah. almost for me. It's almost too uh, much pressure. Yeah, right. I'm <laughs> like, like what, what is my favorite? Which tune? one's my favorite? I got <laughs> oh, I gotta yeah, really find song. the favorite. Yeah, right. Like you know, I gotta work for the, yeah. yeah. And that same thought every time, and then <laughs> the same realization, which is. They have no idea what's my favorite tune. So I got to play whatever. Yeah, wait a yeah. minute. I can play whatever I want to like play. Like a flashback to like a pop quiz in grade school. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, like oh crap. Right. What, what is but it? But then they find out it's like it's a whatever answer you wanted. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Red, no blue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In a, in a way, like a a, a really nice, a genuinely nice request. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like on on the like, it's funny sometimes when I get that. My first reaction is actually a little bit of like an eye roll, like, yeah, oh, right. what a lazy request. Yeah, right. This is as an initial like, are oh, you gonna make me do the work? Yeah, right, to find right, a tune. Right, but right, then right. It, then immediately immediately after, I'm like, actually, that's like the sweetest yeah, thing he could have said. Best, like, yeah, you know, compliments. what a nice what yeah. a nice gesture, you know, to like support the music and have the musician pick something that they love to play. Yeah, like, right. I'm like, that's actually really, really sweet. <laughs> but it's funny how like working the grind yeah. can cause these reactions right. when you're doing right. the volume of work that we're doing. When you're there in the moment and you've got a thing going on and any, as much as yeah. you, a good request it's, is, you know, can be really nice, it is still disrupting what you're trying to do. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. So you yeah. have that yeah. initial like, oh shit, I'm stumbling. When you're curating you know? a set to be right. uh, to build in certain areas and 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 go in a certain direction, you're right. Yeah, a request can can be a monkey wrench. It it also can also take a bit of a load off so occasionally too, right. right? Where like sometimes you don't know like what direction you're going or like what the what is the next tune gonna be, and then a request is like great. Mm-hmm. I don't have to yeah. worry about it. We're playing that. There it is. Money in the jar. Yeah, right. got it, buddy. Let's do it. Yeah, great. I mean, and that's, you know, we've had those experiences, too. We'll look at, like, a late night set, not many people, and one of those groups are Trad Jazz fans. Yeah. You know, and so their requests are Ain't Misbehaving and then Basin Street, and then you go, oh, I know how to cater this set. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I got it. I got it from here. Right, yeah. yeah, here we go. All right, now we'll hit all of me and Honeysuckle Rose yeah, and right, right. Bourbon Street Break. Give them like, all the hits. the hits. We got like the, the hits. hits. We got the hits. Yeah, totally. And yeah, and you know, and it can be also like playing requests aside from the the bonus of making a little extra bread, it's also a nice way to connect with your audience yeah. and, and find something that, you know, is gonna make at least somebody 
really happy that night, you know, and, right. and find a way to, 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 which in the end of the day is the whole point of what we do right. anyway, right? Is connecting with people. Yeah, and totally. Even that, with, yeah, yeah, even with bad requests. Right. It's like there, there's, you know, you have to respect the fact that they're making an effort to connect with the band. Yeah. Connect, and they're connected with the music in some way rather than just staring at the french fries, you know. Right. And, and um, you know, they also have to accept it. <laughs> Sometimes I'm gonna say, <laughs> you know, like, you know. Well, <laughs> that's a terrible request. <laughs> well, you know, we say. Wait, can we I swear on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it with something funny. Okay. okay. Uh, can it be one of those old time car horns? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what we say when people request Freebird, Marty. Yeah. No, no charge. charge. That's it. There was a middle finger up for that. <laughs> let, let the record show. That is the highest form of podcast comedy is explaining yeah. what happened. For all you audience members out there in uh, Radio Land. <laughs> when you're dealing with somebody that's like being disruptive, whether it be like requesting something bad or just being obnoxious, do you have like a go-to strategy for mm. dealing with them? There's, you know, it. I, I feel like... The, the there's a couple strategies for diffusing those situations. Like, yeah, number one is always diffuse. You don't want to escalate. Yeah. Because you 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 have to gauge every well, every situation is different. And you know, usually it involves someone being drunk, like real drunk. Oh yeah. And thinking they're they're part of the show and they're being funny, right? Mm -hmm. So like you the, the the one of the elements of performing in this in these venues is that like you always wanna be at least seeming to be in control of every situation. The minute the minute the band leader the the band leader seems out of control of the situation is you're going to lose the room and it's yeah. very hard to get it back. Yeah. Um and because nobody wants to feel uneasy. And the minute you feel uneasy they're going to feel uneasy. Yeah. And then then nobody who wants to be there, right? So if there's someone being disruptive, you have to you have to find a way to diffuse a situation usually the way that works best for me is shining a spotlight on that person. Mm -hmm. You you have the power of the microphone, right? Yeah. You're you're dictating and directing the entire energy of the and focus of the room. So if someone's trying to be disruptive, usually just putting just looking directly at them and putting a spotlight on them and making everybody else look at them is enough for most people to fold like Superman on laundry day. Yeah, you, you know, and like <laughs> and like yeah. you know, like that they'll they'll yeah. they'll, they'll 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 walk away. Yeah, use the social um, pressure of the room. Right, and in and in a way that keeps the audience on your side. So you don't want to be like mean. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be mean spirited or yeah. like put someone down right. or tell them to get the hell out of here. Right. You know. Right. But you want it. You want to just put the put the honest on them to have to respond or or or, or find a way out of the situation now that they're in. You, you flip right. the tables you, on them to expose them. Exactly. You take away their anonymity. Yeah. Right. And then they're forced to reassess their own actions. Right. right? It's like yeah. honestly a lot like teaching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. 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 Um, but I think also the other thing we should discuss on this point is the people that don't know that they're being disrupted, uh, right? The people that are unaware, they're just screaming. That's the word. That's that's the toughest to yeah. deal with. Yeah, and, and yeah. So I told her this is yeah. what I said. I said. Like, oh my god. If you see more than six Michelob Ultras on the table, no, you god. know it's going to be uh, it's gonna be a roller coaster. And like, you know, it's it's gonna be well, I I was talking about that. I had that two weeks ago. I was playing mm -hmm. at a gig at, at, at a bar. Uh, it was it was, you know, 
four-hour set, uh, four-hour gig, and the um, it's a small room, and in in one of these small spaces, it's very difficult. Like if if you if you can you can in a small space, it's easy to to make it a listening room if you can capture even just like a few people at a time. Yeah. Uh, their attention and their focus, and then eventually, very quickly, you can get the whole room yeah, because to, it's to, snowball to focus. Effect. It snowballs. Yeah. The only way that doesn't work is if there's a table or a group that's directly in front of the band that is completely oblivious yeah. to what's happening, and then you'll never capture the room right. because they they'll anchor the, their distraction is so central to what you're doing that you you can't work around. There's no way to work around. Right. Um, I think also an issue with that venue is the lack of a stage. Right, but but you know, with a stage, it gives you a bit more of a commanding presence. Right. Well, and not only that, but the tables are the tall. tables are tall, so, so like you're you're backwards. literally visually blocked. Yeah. But anyway, regardless, a couple weeks ago, that exact thing happened. It was a group of six or seven. That you know, look, I get it. Like you, you go into a bar to have fun. Yeah. Not, nothing wrong with that. Nothing and you know, honestly, even if you come to my gig and you kind of want to talk and you want the music in the background, I don't have a problem with that either. Yeah. But don't sit directly in front of yeah, the, right. go the, the band go and back. go to the back. There's, there's room near the bar. There's room in the back area where yeah. if you want to sit and talk, you can. Um, you're right. It's the, it's, the, it's the people who are oblivious that are the most difficult because you can't, you know, trying to garner their attention with carrots right. uh, doesn't work. Um, and then if you try <laughs> to use a stick... Yeah. Uh, then you then again you you lose your audience like yeah. you you right. never turn on your audience right? right that's like an old that's an old yep. school rule number one from way back when you yeah. never turn on your audience and um, yeah when um, that happens it's it's just a, it can be incredibly frustrating because right. you just there's no there's very few tools at your disposal and the, you know there's only a few performers I've seen who've been able to effectively wield. Uh, 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 like tools to to garner someone's to grab someone's yeah. attention, and usually they are, you know, they they present themselves from the onset as being either incredibly like edgy, you know, so that like when they walk up to the line or even sometimes tip their toe across it, nobody bats an eye. It's mm-hmm. like oh, it's a kind of edgy show. The guy's like he's a yeah, little he's yeah, a little yeah. bit of a loose cannon. Yeah, still funny. Yeah, but just you have to be you have to deal with it aggressively. Yeah, and directly. Yeah, um, and in a way that you know, there's very few guys who can really effectively pull pull that off. Right. It's you know, there's a couple of strategies that I've employed with various degrees of efficacy. Mm-hmm. I would say the first one, it like the the softer approach, is tune choice, right? Mm-hmm. You know, for example, bare necessities is a card that can yeah. be pulled out in a situation like that that may turn some people that you know. It's reasonable to assume I think that those people don't really care too much about the music, right? Right. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. So hit them with something recognizable. That might turn them around. You hit them with a, with a nostalgia bomb. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the power of that tune too, and, and tunes like it. You know that. You know, I think a lot of what's funny is like so many guys I know like kind of roll their eyes at these songs, um, when in reality they're well constructed tunes. Mm-hmm. They're they're song. They're one of very few songs that are recognizable by a wide group of people from that are that relatively within the genre that we mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you want, and, and like you said, it's an effective, it can be an effective tool to pull an audience towards you 
by throwing something that they're going to know. Mm -hmm. but, I mean, the, the, even if, if people don't listen to New Orleans music on a regular basis, right. they're going to come here and, yeah, they're going to be, like, wowed to, like, listen to all this cool stuff that they've probably never heard before, but they've never heard it before. They don't... There, there's, there is an importance in having some songs that people are going to recognize, you yeah, know? for sure. Who wants to, you know, who wants to go to their favorite band and hear all the new material, you know? I mean, it's right. like there's a power in the nostalgia yeah. and in the, in, the, in the ability to recognize the music that you're listening to and, mm -hmm. and relate to it, yeah. you know? I, I, mean, I, would, I would argue that pretty much everyone millennials on, even probably to an extent Gen X, that that movie, The Jungle Book, was their first introduction to this style of music. Yeah, sure. You know? Or, or um, Baby on Board from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's just you. That's just you. No, no. no it's just there you. are millions <laughs> of us. We are legion. <laughs> there, there are times when it's like, look, my entire night is yeah. going to suffer, both financially, yeah. musically, my energy level, my uh, ability to perform and do my show is being fucked up by this group yeah. uh, sitting directly in front of the band. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to use what limited tools I have to try to get them to either move yeah. or, like, or just go to a sports bar. I don't understand. When people yeah. are like that, like they're that drunk and they just want to go and scream and drink and have a good time, go to a, why would you go to a bar with live entertainment? Go to a bar where, mm -hmm. where every other jabroni is sitting there drinking Jaeger bombs yeah. or whatever, you know, people drink these days like that, you know, and like, just go, go do that there. Like, you don't need to be disrupting. Um, um, sir, have you music. heard of Bourbon Street? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's half a block that way. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, an entire bar, an entire yeah. scene catering right. to that's to, the whole to point. assholes like you is 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 just around the corner. <laughs> like, you know? Good golly. When when a group when a group of people is that drunk mm -hmm. and that rowdy, they're probably not taking care of their bartender in in, in many cases. Yeah. And they're buying the cheapest shit or waters yeah. at the bar. Right. So the bar's not gonna make any money. Yeah. You're not gonna make any money. Uh, and on top of it, you're just going to have a miserable fucking time yeah. trying to get the whole thing going. And I think that's really the crux of it, right? Is that all that other stuff aside, it ruins what you're trying to do and the whole reason you came there, yeah. you know? For everybody. For and, everybody. For, and for the people trying to listen. Yes. I just, you know, I very much value, you know, the art of what we do is as trying to entertain people and yeah. work with people. And I will give anyone a chance, you know, who comes in and wants yeah. to be respectful. And, and, and even, you know, even if they want to have... You know, there's two kinds of energy on a gig. There's, like, good energy and bad energy. Yeah. And, like, drunk people can sometimes be really good energy. Yeah. Like, you know, you can have people who, who are getting toasty, yeah. and they are into it, yes. man. Right. And, you know, sometimes it, sometimes that can be your biggest uh, power booster for the evening, is having, like, a table that's just, like, mm -hmm. just clapping after every solo, cheering you on. You know, like, loving the tunes, you know, um, up and dancing or something, you know, to, to a reasonable right, right, degree, right? right? <laughs> you know, but that's real response. That's real energy that's being given back to you, and, and it's so much appreciated. It's, it's the negative energy. And you can get negative energy from sober people, too. Oh, yeah. You oh, know? yeah. Like, you can, get, you can get sober people in there who are just, <laughs> they don't want anything to do. Like, they're having an awful time. Yeah. No right. matter how hard you throw, you know, right. it's like, hey, yeah. let's have some fun, right? You're in New Orleans. Like, we're here to play some music for you that's fun music. Like, yeah. 
Right. There's just always going to be people who are just, you know. The most, the know. most puzzling to me are the people that um, sit there like this. And for the podcast, I'm sitting with my arms folded. I look like <laughs> just I'm really, glaring, just... really pissed off and glaring. Yeah. And then you come around with the tip jar, yeah. and they buy CDs. <laughs> they love it. And yeah. they loved it, and it's like, good lord, I've been yeah. stressing about you. The whole set, looking at how disapproving you look. And it turns it, out you loved it. I guess they're just old. And that's sometimes the, thing, right? the whole audience can be that way. Yeah, right, right. They can be playing right. with a whole crowd of people that are just, they barely even emote a response right. at all to what you're doing. And then you come around the tip jar and like, this is the greatest show yeah. I've ever seen <laughs> in my like, life. Like, like, you guys, me, buddy. this <laughs> is the most fantastic band I've ever witnessed in my life. You're like, what? Yeah, like, right. Are you the same guy yeah, who was right. like glowering at me? Yeah. Like, I thought it was like a, you know, like. I a, hate to see a band you hate. Jesus, what does your face look like then? <laughs> I might cheer. <laughs> I was just putting on an act for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been an audience member and like a band member does that to you and you're like oh um, shit no 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 are you just try not to incriminate no. yourselves or uh, no no i I, no. I think as a musician you know how to listen to yeah. music like you know right. and you you gain that understanding of what it's like to be on that stage yeah. and like i when i go to show, i've definitely been rowdy at shows yeah. like i remember like all right one time i remember like it was new year's eve and I just tried Four Loco for the first time. Oh, God. I think I was like 21 oh, no. or something. Oh, God. And they just made it illegal. It was becoming illegal in New York that day for New Year's Day. So I found a bodega with two of them like in the back. And I was like, oh, man, this is going to be illegal like tomorrow. I better like try it, you know? The next thing I remember, I'm just in front of this funk band in this crowded room just directly in front of the trombone player just going, yes! Yes! He's like pointing two fingers right at him. Yes! And like, you can tell he's just like looking at his buddy like, what the fuck is going on? Right, right. Yeah, that was probably... Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Exactly. I was their number one fan. Like, but you know, I, I still consider that yeah, in the realm of annoying, right. but good energy, good energy, you know, I wasn't yeah. trying to be, you know. I think the, the only time I've ever stepped a toe in that is intentionally to a friend's band mm. to mess with them, you know, but even then, you, as somebody who has handled bad audience members, you know how far you can yeah, go, you go. You don't you're really like, disrupting the game. Yeah, you, you don't want to, like, throw them off too bad, right, but it is right. kind of funny just to, to just... poke them a little Yeah, bit. just say, like, yeah. hey, you know... Yeah. Hey, you, I know you, the, you guys know this song is kind of obscure. Um, it's called The Saints? <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, something like right, that. Right, right. No, they, and they usually, and usually if you're a good band leader, man, you can play with that. Yeah, like, right. Because you, know you know the guy. Yeah. But if you know the guy, then you can, like, like yeah. play off it a bit. Yeah. Just be like, sir, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, right. Like, exactly. you know, or like right. something, like, really mean. And you'll have the whole audience going, like, oh. Yeah. Then, you know, and you then you're like, yeah, yeah you, you laugh about it. Yeah, and you, right. It diffuses the tension, but it's a funny way. You can, <laughs> you can, you can play, you can play with that yeah, interaction right, in right, a way right, that, right. that benefits you, you know, that can make your show even more yeah. intriguing. You're yeah, like enticing them to do a bit with you. Yeah. You know? And some people, some people, you know, you got to do it to the right person yeah, too, right? right? You know, it's like some right. people just don't, some performers don't like that at all. Yeah. And, you know, right, you, right. you know those guys. And yeah. You know the guys you can poke around with and the guys you can. Yeah. You, you know, you want you're sure. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. This has been Barney and Jeff talking to you live. <laughs> Barney Peter's house for the 
podcast. <laughs> uh, next week, Marty, I hear we have an interesting guest coming in. <clears throat> yeah. Is that right? Who, who is it? <laughs> I, I thought you... Oh, dear. Well, we'll have to get on that. Anyway. Until next time, everyone.